Hey everybody, welcome to the Great Leaders Podcast. This is Pastor Kerry coming to you with episode four of the Great Leaders Podcast. We want to thank you guys for tuning in today. The Great Leaders Podcast exists to raise up and release the great leaders of Beach Church. And if you're listening to this, that's because you are a great leader at Beach Church, and we want to help your leadership grow here in the church and in your life. And so we believe a couple of things about you. We believe that you are created with purpose, that God specifically created you to be a great leader in the kingdom. We believe you are called by God, that he has said, hey, you are someone that needs to be in leadership, needs to be helping to grow the kingdom. And we believe that you do have kingdom purpose in who you are and how you serve. And so as we do this podcast each month, our goal is going to be to help you grow. And I just want to say as we are jumping into episode four here, the first three have been so fun for us to do, for us to explore some different topics of leadership and leadership in the kingdom. We've loved hearing from you guys, our leaders. And so we encourage you to continue to send that feedback. You can rate the podcast now because you can find it in a few different places like on Spotify and on iTunes, but also you can just send that feedback to great leaders at beachchurchjacks.com. So we encourage you to do that. If you're tuning in for the first time at the Great Leaders Podcast, uh, as you've heard, we want to help you grow as a leader. And so each month we are going to jump in and tackle a leadership topic that we believe will help you grow as a leader of the kingdom of God. And so uh, each month what you can expect is we're gonna come together, we're gonna talk about one of those leadership principles, something else though, a little fun thing we'll do at the beginning of, of each of these podcasts is we are gonna give you some insider info. That's right, you are a trusted leader at Beach Church and so we want you to be in the know on some fun things that are always coming up. So we are committed to making sure you are in the know first uh, and that you are getting that insider info. Uh, We'll also have different guests on from time to time uh, and be giving you those church updates and that leadership principle. So today our leadership principle is that great leaders pour into other leaders and we're going to explore that a little bit and some scripture on that in just a second. But before we do that, Insider info. Uh, We want you guys to be in the know on what's going up. And this month's insider info is connected to our internship. We want to give you guys some updates on the Beach Church internship. We are currently right in the middle of year three of the internship. And God has done such an amazing work over these past three years in the lives of the interns that he's brought to us and also how they have impacted our church. And so we continue to pray for those interns. We continue to pray for all that God does through the internship itself. In fact, Bonnie, one of our interns, is here helping record the podcast this month. And she's kind of taken that on and and is helping spearhead that. And so we are seeing our interns take great steps of leadership and really grow into who God's calling them to be. And so we encourage you to keep praying for our interns and keep praying 
praying for what God does in our internship. Uh, we've started the process for next year, actually, uh, and we started much earlier. We've actually already accepted our first intern for the 2021-2022 uh, internship year, so we're really excited about that. We've got a couple of other interviews with candidates, and so we're excited about that. So we encourage you be praying for those candidates who God would bring in this next year as well as we've started that process. And so there's some good insider info, but here's the real fun insider info. If you were with us two years ago, the first year we had the internship, uh, you may remember back to that Christmas time, we had a little fun intern competition. Well, guess what? That's returning this Christmas. And so all through the month of December, uh, our interns are going to be competing, guys against girls, uh, and they are going to be having a little competition. And so when when you join us on Sunday morning, whether that's in person or whether that's online, you're going to get to see some of their antics this Christmas, and they're going to have a good time. So uh, be praying for our interns, be praying for our future interns, and be expectant to laugh a lot uh, when you see them over the next four weeks on Sunday morning. So there's a little insider info for you this month. All right, let's jump into our leadership principle. This month's leadership principle, great leaders pour into other leaders. I want to share with you one of my favorite passages in scripture. This is a passage of scripture that God just grabbed a hold of me with probably about 12, 13 years ago when it came to developing leaders, pouring into other volunteers, raising up volunteer leaders. And it comes from Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. This is Jesus's leadership development plan right here. And so if we're thinking about leadership development, who better to look at than Jesus? Uh, As Jesus came on this earth, he could have done it all himself. Uh, And in fact, from a salvation standpoint, he did do it all himself. He took it on, but he specifically chose 12 leaders in which to invest his life into and pour his life into that would carry on what he did. And so while he had lots of followers on earth, He chose 12 specifically, and so I want us to really look at this passage of scripture, and and there are a couple takeaways for us from a leadership standpoint as to what Jesus does when he chooses those 12 that he's going to choose to pour his life into. So Luke chapter 5, verse 1, Now Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing around him to hear the word of God. And so we, we get this picture. Jesus is out with the crowds, and he's preaching. And this is right at the beginning of his ministry as he's gaining a following, and people are hearing about the amazing things happen. Jesus comes to preach God's word. And when I approach this passage, I think, man, Jesus is going to preach. That's got to be like the best sermon ever. Like this is, after all, the son of God. Like I've heard a lot of great sermons in my life, but I'm so expectant when I hear Jesus is here and he's preaching the word of God. Luke goes on, he says, he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then Jesus sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, 
Put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing, but at your word, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets started to tear. So they motioned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they were about to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For Peter and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so were James and John, Zebedee's sons, who were Simon's business partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. So when they brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. Couple of leadership principles here. First, Jesus chose 12 to intentionally pour into, to teach what he did. He had other followers, but these were the ones he poured himself into. These guys were the ones that he said, you know what? There's something special and different about these guys who I'm going to leave in charge of my movement. And so Jesus from the beginning is thinking with the end in mind. He's thinking and knowing at some point, I'm not going to be here. And that's true for you in whatever role you are in right now. At some point, someone else is going to be leading what you are leading right now. I talk to our staff about this often. I tell them, you are all future former Beach Church employees. And we might think about that and we might say, wow, that's kind of harsh, but it's it's a reality. Beach Church has existed for 83 years. No one has been on this staff for 83 years, nor will they. And so the more we can embrace the reality that the leadership God's given us right now is a stewardship, it's not an ownership. And that's exactly what Jesus does here. But the more we embrace that, the more we are able to hand that leadership over to others and to take this mentality that for us, we're called to pour into other leaders. We're not called to be insecure. We're not called uh, to hold on to leadership. We're called to develop and raise up around us those leaders. And so Jesus here, he chooses 12 to intentionally pour into And he says, hey, I've got other followers, other people here who we're journeying with, but these are the 12 I'm going to be intentional about pouring into. Point number two, if you are going to pour into others, you have to have something to pour. So how is your soul? Are you spending time with Jesus regularly? Are you in your Bible? You see Jesus in this scene. He's got God's word. And he is preaching it. He is pouring it out. He is pouring into others from a place of the overflow of his own heart. One of the things we see often with Jesus is these scenes where he goes off by himself to pray. He goes to be filled by God himself. And so if we're going to be healthy leaders pouring into other leaders, we got to have something to actually pour into them. Now, I love how Andy Stanley talks about this. He says, it's not our jobs as leaders to fill other leaders. That's that's not our job because ultimately if we fill someone else, that means we are emptying all that we have to fill them. It's actually the job of the Holy Spirit to fill them. It's our job to fill ourselves so that we have something to 
pour out into them. And so that question, how's your soul? It's a great question to ask and check in. How's your relationship with Jesus? How has your time with him been? Uh, Has it been rote? Has it been just kind of getting through the motions? Or are you really experiencing the Holy Spirit produce love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control in your life? This is a good time for just a little spirit self-check-in as we get to the end of 2020 here. Some of us, we may be in that place where we're like, man, God's doing things that I never expected he would do, and that is awesome. That's a great place to be leading from. But some of us, if we're honest, we might be in a place where we would say, Hmm, I'm not sure how much of that fruit of the Spirit I'm experiencing in my own life right now. It's going to be hard for you to pour into someone else then and see them raised up. And so I encourage you, don't take that as a downer. Take that as the Holy Spirit speaking to you right now. Where in your Bible is he prompting you to get into and get intimate with him? Jesus brings the word in Luke 5 because he is intimate with the word himself. All right, that's number two. So number one is is you got to choose who who's around you. Who are you going to intimately pour into to raise up and develop? Number two, are you being filled by the Holy Spirit yourself to be able to have something to to pour out? Number three, be intentional about who you select. This scene in Luke five, it's about fishermen. We know none of the content from Jesus's preaching. Think about that. We start this specific scene with Jesus talking about, hey, with Luke talking about how Jesus is preaching the word of God. We then see the the fishermen go out on the boat and Jesus preaches from the boat, but we never get the content of the sermon. It's Jesus preaching. I want to know what Jesus preached about here, but we don't get that. Because what Jesus is showing us is that this is about the fishermen. This is about them. He shows up on this scene. He shows up on this lake because he knows the fishermen will be there. He knows he's not looking for farmers, so he doesn't go to a farm. He's not looking for shepherds, so he doesn't go to a pasture. He's looking for fishermen specifically, people who will know to do what he says right at the end. He says, I'm going to teach you how to catch people. He wants people that know how to catch something. And that's why he chooses these fishermen. And so for you, you've got to intentionally choose who are who are the potential leaders under you that God might be saying, hey, you have noticed this younger leader. I want you to pour into them. And, and that's going to look like you spending time with them. That's going to look like you carving time out of your life, which is difficult for all of us who are leaders. We are usually maxed. We are usually at that place where life is full to the brim. And to think about taking on anyone else into our life can be this overwhelming thought of, oh my gosh, where am I going to fit that? But Jesus here is very intentional. He says, I have these people who I've selected in the right place, in the right setting to come help with me. And so maybe you're a life group leader and you've got some other people in your life group and you see the Holy Spirit's prompting you, the Holy Spirit's showing you they've got some leadership here. They've they've got some potential. 
Maybe that's who God's putting on your heart. Maybe there's someone that God's put on your heart. You serve uh, in, in our tech ministry, and you see, hey, there's some people, they could be stepping into a role that, that potentially is a calling, whether that's with something like cameras or running sound, something like that, and you're already doing it. And you see, hey, there's someone else that I could be a part of raising up. A common thing that I hear on a pushback on this from leaders is, well, I don't know that much about all of this. Let's fast forward the story here to when Jesus is gone, and you've got these these 11 disciples at that point. Guess what they didn't know much about? Even though they spent three years with Jesus, they still didn't know much about how to do what they were being asked to do. But what were they? They were faithful with what God put in front of them, in that moment. And every time they were faithful and they didn't know what to do, it made them more dependent upon the Holy Spirit to help lead and guide them in those moments. And so I would encourage you, if it scares you to think about, hey, there's someone else you should intentionally be raising up, that's probably a good place to be, actually. When we're a little too confident is when we can be a little self-reliant and self-confident. But I encourage you, like Jesus here, you got to find some people that the Holy Spirit's leading you to pour into. Number four, point number four. So number one was choose. You got to choose like Jesus did. Uh, number two was you got to yourself be filled uh, so that you can pour into others. Number three is be intentional about who you choose. You know, don't choose someone who uh, can't carry a tune to be raising up to lead worship musically like for me uh i i would love to be a worship leader that's just a little secret insider info you guys can have i would love to be a worship leader however my auditory processing does not work in a way that anyone else would love me to be a worship leader and that's okay those weren't the gifts that god gave to me so so you got to be intentional about who you're going to pour into uh, so that they can actually be raised up to be a leader that you're calling. So number one, you got to choose someone. Number two, you got to be filling yourself with the Holy Spirit. Number three, you got to be intentional on that choosing. And then number four, last one here, you got to invite them on the journey. You got to declare those intentions. Jesus doesn't just download all the information he knows from the Father and the Spirit into these fishermen right there on the shore. He takes the next three years to raise them up. Uh, and, and as we see, at the end of three years, there's still a little bit of a bumbling crew of, of people who don't quite know what to do. Uh, and so Jesus chooses to invest three years into a group of guys that are going to take a long time to develop. And so I want to challenge you. Who do you need to invite on this journey? Who do you need to declare that intention to, to say, hey, I'm going to pour my life into yours over a period of time here. We're going to work together. We're going to raise up. We're going to see the kingdom get big, and we're going to see amazing things happen for God. And maybe you're going to meet weekly. Maybe you're going to meet bi-weekly. Maybe it's grabbing coffee. Maybe it's showing how to do what it is you're doing from a leadership standpoint. But you got to be intentional about inviting them on that journey if you're just thinking it's going to accidentally happen or you're just going to sit down and spew a bunch of information to them man you're not raising anybody up at that point however by journeying with them 
they will catch the actions that they see you do. And more times than not, that's what we see with Jesus' disciples. They catch what it is that Jesus is doing way more than they understand his teachings. In fact, most of his teachings, they come back to him afterwards and they ask for a little Cliff Notes version and they say, hey, Jesus, tell us what you're trying to actually say with this teaching. But what they do is they catch what he does. They catch his compassion for people. They catch his willingness to slow down, to see the person that that's looked over, to see the person at the city gates who no one else is looking at. They see that over and over and over again. And so how are you inviting these other leaders that the Holy Spirit's putting on your heart to be in your life? How are you inviting them along on that journey so they don't just know the information that you share with them, they actually get to experience that with with you in their life. And so there's a little method that I, I like to use that I've just developed over the years, and this is not original to me. I, I'm sure I picked it up from another leader that I was under, uh, but a process. And so I, I want to give you a process for thinking about how do you pour into someone and raise them up to be a leader. And it's a four-step process, but that doesn't mean these four steps are linear and that they go at the same time or speed. But the four steps, one, I do, you watch. So I invite that younger leader, come. See what it is that I'm doing. See how I'm actually leading. And that could be just one time. Think of it in, in a starting point group. That could be one session of starting point. I lead the whole thing, and then you just watch. Uh, but it might be a whole group of starting point. All eight sessions, I do, you watch. But that's the first one. I do, you watch. The second one, I do, you assist. So now that you've seen it at least once, I'm going to give you some responsibilities. And here's one of the hard things for us as leaders. It's really hard to give that responsibility when we know that person we're given the responsibility to might be a little iffy on if they can actually deliver on that. But we got to be willing to trust them with some of that because that's how they're going to learn, how they're going to grow. So we're going to do I do, you watch. I do, you assist. The third one then is you do, I assist. So I flip it there. You become the person with most of the responsibility and I'm there to provide a little helping hand. If a conversation starts to go off the rails, I'm gonna step in and and help get us back on track. But I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna give you responsibility, but I'm gonna do it in a way that you don't feel like you're totally out there on your own with no safety net there. And that might be multiple sessions of leadership that I'm giving that to you until you are at a place where you're comfortable and you're demonstrating a mastery of whatever that leadership is needed in. And then the fourth one, you can probably connect the dots here. You do, and I like to say this, you do, I cheer. And so I become your cheerleader. I become that believer in you that says, hey, I see that you have the ability to do these things and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Uh, And so I'm excited to release you into this leadership. And I give that leadership away, knowing that when I reproduce, the kingdom gets bigger. And so I do you watch. I do you assist. You do I assist. 
you do and I cheer. And as we do that as leaders in God's church, we know the kingdom is going to grow. We know people are going to come into that saving relationship with Jesus. We know they're in eternities are going to be impacted and their lives are going to be changed. And so I want to ask you this question, who is God calling you to pour into? Maybe you've already got that one person or those couple of people and maybe you're working on this and you're working hard. I want to encourage you, keep going after it. Keep going after the kingdom with them. But maybe you're in a position where you would say, oh, I'm just a lowly volunteer. We've talked about that just word before here on this Great Leaders podcast. You are not just a lowly volunteer. You are the exact person God has called to be filling that leadership role you are in right now. And he's got that calling for someone else. He's got someone else that he can envision stepping into that thing that you do right now within the walls of the church. And so I want to encourage all of us, let's open our hearts up to the Holy Spirit. Let's make sure he's pouring into us, that we're in that position of learning, of growing, uh, and, and of hearing from the Holy Spirit. And then let's turn that outward. Let's do exactly what Jesus did in this scene. He knew we didn't need these guys. But he knew there was kingdom purpose and opportunity and potential for them. And in the same way he knew that about these guys, we know that about you as a leader. You're listening to the Great Leaders podcast because God has put you in a place to lead and to influence for the kingdom. And so as we close up today, I want to just give you that final encouragement to say God has chosen you. And as we get to the end of 2020 here, it is so pivotal that we as the church remain strong. The church is not a building. It is not walls. It is not isolated to one place. If we've seen anything in COVID and especially at Beach Church, man, Beach Church is all the way in places like Hawaii and Uganda and Ohio and all over the place. It is the people that come together as the movement of God who proclaim Jesus as Savior. And so my encouragement for you as a great leader here at Beach Church as we come into this last month is to lean hard into God. Maybe you've gotten out of some habits. Uh, Maybe you've gotten out of reading your Bible or being regularly at church, whether that's online or in person. Man, I want to lean in, re-up, let the Holy Spirit be pouring into you and producing that fruit in your life, that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Because if there's something that our world needs right now, more than vaccines, more than political solutions, it is that fruit of the Holy Spirit from the people who call themselves Christians and followers of Jesus. And God has positioned you in a place of leadership to be able to demonstrate that fruit of the Holy Spirit to a broken and hurting world who wants to know the hope of Jesus. They may not know that they want to know it, but that's what they're longing for, and that's what we have the opportunity to do as leaders in the church. So, so glad that you guys tuned in to the Great Leaders podcast this month. Uh, Make sure that you send us some comments, send us some feedback. You can do that uh, by sending it to greatleaders at beachchurchjacks.com. You can also rate the podcast. Uh, I believe you can potentially leave a comment now. If not, we're working on that. Uh, but, But definitely would love to hear from you guys. Know that we believe in you. Know that we love you and that 
we know that God has chosen you to be leading in the exact way you are. We will be back with you next month for episode five of the Great Leaders Podcast. Thanks for tuning in this month.